reached a verdict. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Now we're at the house with MJ. So I dive into things usually right away. And uh, with what I've noticed, I'm always asking about 2023. So I want to kind of wait till the end for that one. But uh, do you want to tell everybody what it is that you do and some of the avenues that you're affiliated with? <laughs> well, um, I am a photographer, as you know. Um, I really enjoy working with small businesses, um, I, even large businesses like Royal Bank and that. Um, I am always trying to show people the inner beauty of themselves as well because it's amazing how hard we are on ourselves and there's should other people see in us that we don't see until we actually look at a photo that we're like holy crap that, wow that's me you know that's me there yeah <laughs> heck yeah. yeah um i do a bit of work with bands as you know of course um i really love doing the behind the scenes stuff it's so neat to see everything done behind the scenes and then seeing the final product so intriguing yeah so intriguing. do you still have the studio Yes, okay. I do. I'm so. going on four years there. Ooh. Heck yeah. That's awesome. Congrats. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. That's a so. sweet place. I love the setup of the white and the black walls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great yep. for photo shoots. Like for any bands that are looking to get some cool like indoor shots done, MJ Studio, I'll post a link in the comments. But yeah, very good spot to go and check out. But I mean, I'm biased, so <laughs> I've worked with you there a few times. But it, it, seriously, I I wouldn't preach about it unless I meant every word. So appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So on top of the photography, it's um, my nonprofit organization, uh, Higher Ground, as you know. Um, we're looking to make a difference in other people's lives and really helping support them with the things that they need in life. Every two weeks-ish, uh, people get evicted from their tents and it torn down by the Edmonton Police System, uh, services rather, um, mainly because of health hazards and risks that come up with that and the fires that have been going on. And right. they just, they end up with nothing and these people need some supports. Um, so yeah, we're just looking to help make a difference in people's lives and help them actually get through this. And as we grow bigger, it's going to have so much more as avenues to it. I've been working on a business plan for uh, Higher Ground and for some of the little things that we're going to be doing within that. Oh, cool. Oh, man. Mm. School's been interesting. Nice. <laughs> I've nice. been definitely do using it to my advantage. So. That's awesome. So I've been curious, where was the thought to start that? Like, What made you want to start this organization from the hearts of hardworking people like ourselves like you do you want to dive into that a little bit so when I was younger I was homeless myself as a child here in Edmonton with my mom um, in Vancouver in Lethbridge Prince Albert Saskatchewan um, so a lot homeless of in all those spots yeah oh Calgary even with my mom as a kid um, it was hard so I when I was in Vancouver, I finally had a chance to get off the streets and actually stay off of them, finally. I was done that um, cycle that keeps going around where I am got a house, I lose it because I let some other friends in because I feel so bad for them, and then I'm now kicked out and like all the rigmarole is done. Um, I, need, I found somebody that believes in me, and that changed my life. 
you know, um, having somebody actually support me in any way that they could. Um, a homeless youth resource center in Vancouver, Gordon House. Um, they had a youth services a division, which is now closed. Um, they made a huge difference in my life. They furnished my place. They got me uh, food, and they had a little food bank within their organization. Um, they just they they got me set up, and if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't still be here. So I found that when I got to sit on the board with the Vancouver Foundation after getting on my feet, that they were proposed with a couple different homeless youth resource centers that they were going to allocate a large sum of funds between. Um, places like Directions, um, Covenant House, the, youth, uh, the Gordon House Youth Services, there's a couple other ones, and I was there to tell them about my experience and what worked for me, what helped, um, and kind of just have my voice be heard and other people that are were in my shoes have them be heard too right gordon house didn't get the funding and had to shut their doors and that still kind of brings up um a bit of emotion right so seeing that there's organizations out there that do make a difference and then they just shut down it's like i relied on them and i know that there are people now that are starting to rely on us being there on Tuesday nights. This is true. You know, um, I want to keep going. I want to give back for everything that I was given. And, you know, it's the least I can do. Yeah. And, yeah. It's making a huge impact. I hope you know that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I've noticed that some of the people that come there and say, you know, what you guys are doing is like God's work and that, and I like whether you're religious or not, it's still nice to hear that there's people out there that see what everyone involved is doing and, you know, appreciate it because mm -hmm. it's hard. And, and I kind of want to dive into higher ground a little bit with like, um, the thing that I admire about it is that it's not funded by government. No. It's not funded by a religious group of any kind or any sort. Nope. And it's, it's just, like I said, just hardworking people that work a nine to five kind of sort of deal throughout the week and then come and give time to those that, uh, that need it. And they're, and they're passionate about giving back. And, um, yeah, that's really cool. So all the funding that and, and donations that you get is just from random people, right? I just got to yeah. go check something on the way, but I'm going to yeah. listen to you t tell this part. Yeah. 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 Um, so primarily we get donations from like all over the place, whether it's uh, just individuals, friends, family, um, co-workers. Um, I've even been able with my photography business, my, um, my printer for my photos, they've actually started giving us donations when they've got some too. And it's beautiful to see different organizations that I know people at, they're starting to be like, oh, we can make a difference too. And mm -hmm. um, so I'm part of BNI and they've even helped support us. Um, it, we're a great chapter. So many supportive people there. I'm, I'm blessed to be with them. And like, they get so excited. Yeah. <laughs> like Carol, she goes to the Dollarama. <laughs> She'll pack a whole bag up for me. And I call them uh, buddy bags. And so she just, I have a list that I hand out and people get that. And she just, the way that she lights up, she's like, look what I got, MJ, look what ah, I got. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I can help somebody else out. Totally. <laughs> you know? um, so we, yeah, it's the community, really. Everybody's supporting one another. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice how 
this program brings together so many people of different things you know mm-hmm. like i'll go out and do snow removal and then there's uh you know photographers <laughs> and then paul working well was working with rebar but you know it's just like such a so many different people there and it's it's cool it's cool to be a part of so thanks for letting me join your team and we're grateful to have you yeah i appreciate being on the front lines every tuesday (laughs) that we're out there handing out the goods so yeah um again very cool organization to check out higher ground um yeah can't say enough good things so yeah higher ground dot yeg yeah there you go dot yeg and so is there any future plans with Higher Ground that I, I heard you mention that you're kind of do, doing little side things? I don't know if you want to talk about that a little bit. A little bit. Um, I'll be a little vague for so getting a couple of the particulars done. Um, I have another month to finish up the plans, so nice. we're getting there. It's a home run, small home stretch there. <laughs> <laughs> home run. Yeah. Well, hopefully it will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, one of the things that I observed throughout my experiences is that people that end up in, on the streets over time, they don't learn certain skills or they unlearn them because they're not using them. Right. Um, there's things that they just don't know, um, like how to clean a house properly, how to do some proper budgeting, do their taxes, um, know how to actually prep themselves for jobs, um, know how to... They, there's so much stuff there's so many things and there's an education portion to that right um so i also recognize that there's the youth and they have their own struggles there's a lot of youth out there that are actually homeless and we don't even know it doesn't matter if you're an adult or a child it's really difficult to know where to go to learn this stuff Mm -hmm. it's important to know where are the supports at what kind of supports do these places offer Right. So we've a few uh, classmates and I have been talking about um, an education system that goes into the school board. Like we'd have a presentation and we'd actually go and educate and get uh, the youth involved and educate them on where the supports are, where can they go, where is actually appropriate. Mm-hmm. So an education piece will be definitely thrown into higher ground and nice. bringing awareness. That's so important. Because yeah. even when you mentioned earlier before the podcast about calling things like 211, like mm-hmm. I didn't even know about that. Yep. I, I do 311 and all that, but like 911, but like 211, I was like, interesting. Yep. There is a helpline out there. Yes, there is. So that's good. And I think that, that kind of ties into that stuff. Like, yeah, people like me, I don't know if everyone's kind of silly like me that doesn't know, but like <laughs> there's just not enough things out there right now. And the fact that you're trying to make that more known to everybody mm-hmm. So important, so good, because yeah, it's uh, even when I go there and see, I'm like, I'm glad that you have a setup going that people already know to come here. But I'm like, how do they, how do they know to begin with? Like, do you remember the first day you set up how to get your message out there and what you're, were you getting Paul running around? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So before we started underneath the name of Higher Ground, um, me and a friend decided to get together and start walking around downtown. Okay. Yeah. So at first we were, we had like a cooler with a bit of um, like um, water, uh, like a pallet of water in that uh, full in there. We had sandwiches done up, bananas and apples. Well, at first it was apples. Um, So we were handing stuff out, kind of talking to some people, getting to know them, learn their name, 
What is it that uh, they are struggling with? Like, what do they need? What could they use right now that would make a difference? Right. Um, and I, we got a lot of really good feedback. So I was doing that for, uh, God, I think we was up until March of last year. Right. Yeah. So that was a lot of walking around and holy moly you're coming up on a year here too yeah with higher ground yeah year with nice. higher ground is was on the 18th uh so yesterday nice <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's yesterday awesome. wow yeah <laughs> holy crap we've definitely evolved yeah holy I, I looking back at that yeah um that was i think we had an average of like 35 sandwiches and okay. nothing and everything put together wow um we walked around and we first we started around the Churchill Square because we figured well that we see a lot of people there mm -hmm. and actually I'm really glad that we started there because there was some people because it was some of the hottest days of uh, summer when we first started and people were running like they were so dehydrated they as soon as they seen that we had water and that it was cold their day was made right right and that was before they got the um they got now little water stations through some of the um, fire hydrants. You can actually use it for filling up water bottles and it's uh, just random areas downtown. It's really, really helpful. Now that they've got that, it's game changer nice. for a lot of people. See, yeah. another thing I didn't know about. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's um, good. Yeah, it was really good. We started um, kind of getting a couple more people together and meeting like-minded individuals. We grew a bit. Um, we've had a lot of... People come walking out with us. My husband, Paul, he's come out a lot, too. Yeah. <laughs> Until recently, yeah. He was doing as much as he could. We started on Fridays in the afternoon. Okay. But I kind of got to the point where we realized that a lot of people are more available in the evening. Right. And then we also realized that the resource centers don't necessarily have meals after a certain time. Right, so we found that there was actually a need to have those meals even after, uh, you know, that place is closed or whatever. There's so many people they just miss it because they don't have a watch. Right. They don't have a phone. How do they keep track of time? This is true. This right. Is true. So we at least mm. help fill the needs of those too. Right. Yeah. Um. Last March we got a little uh, wagon that we were going around with. <laughs> the tire was flat. So oh jeez. It worked though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we used it. We're yeah. not not doing this today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we'd, we decided that we would like to uh, be a little bit more stationary because people are needing it at this one spot. A lot of people are always gathering. So at the George Spady, it just seemed realistic to go there. And we started setting up tables and having clothing donations, Have like just expanding completely with the toiletries um gloves umbrellas ponchos like depending on the season we tailor some of our kits and what we bring onto right. outreach through that so yeah looking at now we've got an average of six volunteers on average um we have three to four tables sometimes six tables worth yeah. of goods hot chocolate and apple cider and water and juice like yeah. growing and <laughs> right yeah, we've um, definitely had a lot of learning experiences. Um, Alberta Health Services has come to some of our outreaches. Um, some of them were nurses, and then we had the food inspector that we had a wonderful chat with. Nice. And learned what they're good with. We were still in all the ranges. He gave us a thumbs up. So That's good. Yeah, That's good. It was, it's really good to know exactly what we can and cannot. And 
now looking at, okay, well, we want to offer more than our cheese Whiz sandwiches, Nutella, and peanut butter and jam. Yeah. Peanut butter and jam, though, that's the hot one commodity. that goes. Yeah. That oh one in hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Come get your hot cocoa. <laughs> yeah, and that's usually 80 or so cups of that. And yeah. sandwiches now, like, we've more than doubled what we were doing before. Nice. Yep. gloves too but i mean yep. gloves it's like gloves you can socks. never have enough gloves because some people need more so they got to take one or two for whoever they have with them that might yep. not necessarily be in line or whatever and i know we try to kind of limit to taking too much because you got to share right yeah, so yeah we've got limited supplies so we want to help as many course, people as possible yeah but then you know a good substitute that i've been noticing is like well if you can't if we don't have the gloves and but you need something well we have tons of socks yep socks can be used as mittens so and socks are a big big need like everybody's requesting socks all the yeah, time of course. all the time it doesn't matter what time of year it is well, I mean, yeah well that's the thing it's like uh, it's people in the winter in their shoes and you can see they have no socks on it's like yeah. take a couple pairs like you're gonna need it so 100 yeah and i think goodness we are getting out of that cold spurt <laughs> well <on> hey <laughs> you know um we had regular i think you weren't able to make the one time we had a regular come up and she's like gosh you guys are out here rain snow minus oh my glob like yeah. you guys are always here thank you for what you do i'm like that's what we're here for <laughs> yeah exactly some cold days but that the last recent one made me feel better because it was still sunny yeah which is a nice thing <laughs> And, uh, yeah, like I was wearing my hoodie and I'm like, this is ideal. Mm-hmm. Like spring weather, fall, just, fall is probably pretty nice. Summer probably gets kind of hot, I imagine, because mm-hmm. that's well, when we need a lot of water. When did you start? Okay. So backpedaling a bit. When did yeah. you start the stand then? Like you were still doing the wagon up until, um, I don't even, I think it was maybe a month into being under higher ground. Like, okay. It just seemed to make more sense. We had, I think it was about 20 Alberta Health Services nurses and staff come out. And we're like, you know what? This is working quite well. Mm -hmm. So why not set up? People are here. Uh, Let's do this. You know? Um, Yeah. Yeah, it was just, let's give it a shot. Don't know until you try. Yeah, exactly. Oh, straight up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Higher Ground. Great organization. Again, like... Just all things considered, the, the fact that it's got its own spot, it's stationary, mm-hmm. you know, people can come out. And now that you're going to have, like, the multiple entities of, like, teaching people and showing them, you know, hey, there's a spot that you can come out to mm-hmm. and, you know, get food and get gloves or whatever the season is, you know? All like, kinds of stuff. Yeah, clothing, you know, it's just it's just nice that there's there's that spot that's consistently there for you know i'm sure in your ideal world you would probably do it more often than you know what we're doing now but with the supplies and people's time like i know it gets it gets tough but like i am just so admirable of the fact that you're making it consistent of once a week meeting up Mm -hmm. getting everyone together and we all have little tasks to do and we all station a certain spot and actually it was nice working with you the last time because you know i got to talk and hang out with you a little bit more and usually um usually just like seeing like paul what he does i had to like kind of I, wa- I wanted to do more of that role and when you got me to go out and like hand out some stuff i was like okay this is this is the takeover sorry paul <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, when he would go to the hope mission and go above and beyond at the other yep. streets there and mm-hmm. just like either bring food with him or clothing and 
and and if at not at that point if he wasn't doing that he'd be going up to tents and that and telling people where to go like yep. i was like that's that's huge because i didn't have the confidence at first to do that i was like the first venture out that i did with him and i think it was david yeah um yeah it was i was just so blown away he, he can just talk to anyone off the streets and just be like regular paul you know and everybody loves paul like. oh heck yeah how can they not <laughs> yeah like come on oh, man of the hour we're gonna yeah. gloat about him now but yeah no <laughs> seriously i i was like taken back I, I i knew how his character is and how how he does things but i just didn't know it was so like with everybody like that you know what i mean he, just, he doesn't shy away from anything and yeah i was i was thoroughly impressed so i i think that also is helpful that we kind of already were going to different tents so we kind of had well it was like june i started and then it was the following march that um we had started higher ground so like that's a long time to be going up to people's tents saying hey i got some sandwiches i got some snacks yeah. do you want a drink like Wait, june you started as higher ground i uh, know march we started as higher ground but the june before that is when i started going out with a friend and uh, doing it and gotcha yeah. so you've almost been doing this for two years then yes oh geez okay i see so you were just doing it not under a name you're just doing it because that's correct kindness of your heart i mean still doing it out of the kindness of your heart by having like a name and an establishment and a, like i said a spot to go to yeah so much more ideal yeah all gotta start somewhere it's like this podcast Absolutely. shooting on one phone and just having the macbook track the audio it's like i want to do it so i'm starting with whatever i have you know and hopefully one day have more cameras and someone help me with the editing and <laughs> you know all that fun stuff but yeah no that's cool so on that lovely note, we're going to kind of stray away from the higher ground aspect, yep. and uh, I want to get into your photography. What made you? What made you want to pursue that? What got you? What got your eye captured, if you will, into taking pictures and doing stuff with nature and, and even with bands? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I've been around the camera all my life. My grandmother has a book like this for my baby book. Really? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of a passion that I got from my grandmother. Um, I was pretty young when I got to handle cameras and start taking pictures. I've developed film in the dark room and got nice. to see the chemicals. Oh, so neat. So neat. Um, I always looked at photography as capturing a moment in time that we can never relive outside of memory. Right. Right. Um, I loved the nature uh, that I was always around. Um, I've been a nature person my whole life. So I'm taking pictures of flowers and just little things. It's finding the little details in life that you can find that's so beautiful and only lasts for a certain period of time. And you'll never really see it again the exact same. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've always had an eye for it. And it's just something that I found therapeutic after a while. Um, when I was about 21, I decided, all right, I'm wanting to get a little bit more into it and um, do more nature stuff and just learn the camera itself a little bit more because uh, we went from film to DSLR, right. right? So there is a difference. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you never used to be able to tell what your pictures would look like yeah. <laughs> right until they're developed. This is true. Yeah. Do you still do some stuff like that with the no. development? No, I was going to no, say, probably not, eh? <laughs> eventually, I might go back and do it. I still have a bunch of film cameras. I have a 1940s camera that I have the film for still no to this way. day. Yeah. yeah. Is that from your grandma? Yeah, it sure is. Nice. Yeah. So I, I, I can. I'll probably do it again eventually, but uh, 
right now I'm just going to stick with what I got. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but of course. Yeah, it, um, I went from deciding to take pictures of nature to a couple friends asking me, hey, do you want to take pictures of me? You take really good pictures. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> why not? guess we could do that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it too often. And then um, I got myself my first DSLR, the like a really good one. Um, exchange... Uh, the changeable lenses like the t2i the canon that one was my baby bought her while she was still somewhat new and nice and you still have it right i do she's on my shelf nice. she's with my collection 100 percent. i nice. did a lot of work with that camera no <laughs> doubt. No yeah doubt. and you're still rocking a canon right? i sure am but it's because i know it i'm yeah. comfortable with it right um i have nikon film cameras and that but yeah. <laughs> my dslr is canon Nice. Yeah. Um, I went through some personal development programs and was like, hey, I got to get over my limiting beliefs around the fact that you can't make money with photography. That was probably the biggest thing that photographers drilled into me while I was modeling. Oh, you cannot make money at this unless you're a model. And mm. even so, we'll see. It depends. Yeah. Right. Um, and I heard that throughout the whole 13 years I was doing modeling. Really? Yeah. Vancouver here um, like all over the place so it was um, definitely an eye changer when I'm like okay I'm gonna believe in myself now I know I can do this people want me to take their photos like what is stopping me and of course it's that limiting belief so once I turn that around well COVID didn't stop me that's good <laughs> yeah yeah no, that's good I'm yeah. glad that you kept going through it because do you do you believe that that was negative talk from those people or were they just trying to kind of give a harsh view point of the, of the world i guess because it's like it's not true it's their experience yeah right and they only see it through their lens right of course. Um, maybe they weren't so successful in certain areas that others have been mm -hmm. right and maybe they have their own limiting belief systems that are generating that from even a child you can have those limiting belief systems ingrained in you yeah, true. and you don't even know it. it's a subconscious thing right so um, yeah i think it's just their belief systems in general and maybe their experiences yeah dang because yeah. it's like you want to you want to hear the harsh reality sometimes to like mm -hmm. make yourself aware that you know things are going to be tough but the grind like i i like to think if it's not gonna pay off for you at least get like something out of it you know like mm -hmm. the enjoyment and yeah like i said i was just curious if that was negative talk or they were trying to be like kind of realistic with you in the in the starting stages because i know it's like even what we were saying with this podcast it's all just stuff that you have to start somewhere and, yeah. you, you know, it might not blow up right away or it might, you know, you never know what the case may be, but like, just do it for fun. Cause mm -hmm. I mean, we only have one life as far as I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, but I'm, I'm gl like I said, I'm glad that you just like kept through it and you know, I, I don't really think you're doing the modeling as much as the photography anymore. No. Are you? No, there is, um, just some experiences that I was like, ah, you mm -hmm. know what? I'm going to, I'm going to step back for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. fair. And so then you just, like, when did you get the studio? Uh, that, well, the first time we I had been part of renting this space was in December, or no, November, sorry, of 2019. Okay. Yeah, I signed lease February of 2020 and have been there ever since. Nice. 
Jeez, yeah, so through the rough parts though heck hey? yeah it's like oh here's covid now but you've seen how big the studio space is so like yeah. it doesn't matter what the um amount of space you have to have between each other like six feet is so easy in that space this is true so easy yeah. right so um that was probably one of my saving graces as well yeah of course yeah. of course because with all those restrictions and that you know you got to try and accommodate to a certain degree and then you know still realize that there's work that's got to be done but from my experience with it you guys did everything professionally and you know on par so yeah it's one of those things that like I said you guys went through the tough times so now you're at the you know I wouldn't say it's not tough anymore you know there's still financial burdens I'm sure and everything like that but not having to deal with the stress of those things they had in place at the time you know it's which again nothing against it it's just it's just one of those things that everybody had to deal with and I I actually gave a shout out to a guy on the last podcast for and it goes for anyone who's in the arts that just like got through COVID you know what I mean Mm -hmm. their band didn't break up or or whatever they were in you know they were an artist and they didn't stop drawing and putting their work out there actually uh, it's kind of side related but like at Bonnie Dune Mall today they were having a art gallery Oh. Yeah, and I've, like, again, there's not really much going on that I've seen that says they were doing that. It was just, like, yeah. I walked in, and I was going to go to Dollarama to grab something for the house, and, yeah, the whole walk there, I had stuff to look at. It was really neat. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, so just having those, I don't know where I was going with that note, but, like, just having those things that, like, you're passionate about. Mm-hmm you know like and just going through like i said tough times that's what that's what it was about the going through the tough times to get to the end goal is it's just like it's always worth it no matter what as long as you are super passionate about it you like doing it and uh yada 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 but yeah um so this you you started doing photography before higher ground Mm -hmm. and so like is there some things that you might incorporate with photography into higher ground? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so at the beginning I was bringing my camera around as well. I'm um, taking, asking of course, first, um, asking if I can t- uh, take a picture of them. And Tyson is one of those people. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So he's still a regular ish, <laughs> right? He still comes around. Right. Um, I've seen him where he was almost a few years ago and where he is now. And uh, it's sad to see. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but it, it's it's nice to document some of that and to learn about him and his story. And so when I do get an event put together here, I've got some stuff in the works. But whenever that does end up transpiring, I'm actually going to have a bunch of photos of some of the people that I've worked with in the past, have um, a bit of their story, because that's also something that I wanted to do is capture people's stories we can learn from other people yeah right so learning about them and taking their photo and just being able to document it the entire way and it's been really interesting to learn and see and just observe people too and getting their story told showing people that this needs awareness there's so much that goes into becoming homeless and nobody is invisible yeah I've met people that have been homeless and turned into lawyers. I've seen people that have master's degrees and became homeless. Right. No one is invisible, but you can always get through it. Yeah. And that's what I also want to have people see through the photography aspect. Because we do have a lady that we met. Her name's Mary. Go figure. Um, she's 
she was like my opposite but in ways it was interesting to see the reflection of myself in her too right um she's the biggest success that i've observed in my time doing this and i'm so proud of her she's home housed now she's okay, yeah. she was on the streets for 14 years i've been off the street for about 14 years yeah um we're around the same age i think there's only a year difference between us okay um they it was just she's got kids and they were taken away i never had that experience because i had kids after i got off the streets right right but it's uh, beautiful to see that she got a phone, she's got a job, she uh, had a place on the other side of White Ave, uh, closer to the U of A. Like, nice. she got off of the streets, and I'm super proud of her. Haven't seen her back on there, so mm. I, the last number I have for it, I haven't gotten a hold of her since, but you right. know, it's everybody changes their phone totally. <laughs> like it happen. Totally. Right, and even so. there, there still can be that hope, like you said, for mm-hmm. people like that that tyson guy like i know yeah. he's been kind of he's been a consistent one that we've been seeing there for a while now and uh yeah like i mean i don't know the progress that you know obviously because you've been around it way longer but uh you know i i think that like i said it's just having that there for them even though they're still dealing with things and you know going through the battle of everyday life in general mm-hmm. it's just it's huge and uh yeah those those stories like even some of the stories that uh mary or mm-hmm. like april have told me about like their lives and and then like getting to know them now through higher ground it's like night and day like mm-hmm. people come from some crazy backgrounds and uh you, you, yeah. yeah and that it's just nice to see the upsides of things you know mm-hmm. you got to realize that there's hard times and there's battles but there are upsides and uh yeah, I mean, you're living proof, so. I took a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. A lot of work. Lots of lots of nice things for you now, right? And Yeah, it's paid off. Yeah, hey, it's nice seeing the van pull around the corner. I'm like, I remember van life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it brings so much. Like, it's, it's so helpful, like, all the tables and all the. Yeah, I'm pretty packed up right now, too. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I picked up, um three big bags from a friend that owns a horse rescue okay um i was able to get um i found a, a ton of socks that i didn't realize that i still had i've got boots i've got clothing of all sorts i so much awesome stuff i can't wait <laughs> nice that's good yeah. now is there is there any other avenue you dip you dip your toes into that i don't know of like you got photography you got higher ground what else are you doing that you'd like to share like is there any other little hobbies that you have on the go that you're kind of oh i'm getting pretty passionate about this i love doing my my bracelets and stuff i have a huge oh. thing for, yeah these i've all uh yeah so seven out of the eight that i'm okay. wearing i made myself nice um yeah i love stones i love um metaphysical stuff you know just nice yeah yeah that's one of my favorite my stores in the bonnie dune mall is that rocks store oh rocks is awesome it is. Yeah. yeah. All that stuff is cool. And it's it's nice to just like even just go in there and kind of like it's almost like relaxing to me because they have mm-hmm. those like I think they're medicine bowls. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you just like it's ring it same. once. Yeah. Uh, the vibe that goes through your body when it like happens. It's so cool. It's mm-hmm. So unique. And um, yeah. No, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, so that on the side. I don't know. I'm, I, I cut so much with traveling and my kids and right. family. Right. Like I can't wait for the summer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got some big plans? Heck yeah. We're going to go to the island. We're going to 
it's been a good time because I used to live um, between Vancouver and Victoria on Salt Spring Island and Maine Island. Okay. And I haven't been able to bring my, my kids or Paul there. So I'm excited. I'm like, okay, I got it all budgeted out. Now let's do this. Right. <laughs> I can't wait. It's right. going to be so nice. Yeah, no Go doubt. see some old friends and yeah, show them some of the most beautiful sights I've ever seen. That's awesome. And I don't don't know if you already mentioned it, but how long have you been doing that for? Oh, this, um, about a year, roughly. Okay. I just do it on the side. It's something that helps me with my ADHD. Okay, nice. <laughs> I nice. got something that I'm doing with my hands at all times. Right, so. got to keep busy. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I totally get that. But hey, now now I know that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I might pay you to to make me one. Heck yeah. <laughs> I, and we can sit down and talk about what you're looking to get from it and Heck yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. I I look into a lot of different things. I'm just random and some of the things that I've noticed about the different stones are really cool. Yeah. You know, um never would have thought and hey, it's fun to make and fun to play with it's a good fidget yeah well that too <laughs> trust yeah it is nice to have something there that you're i remember in school i was always just like tapping on something and, uh, as a drummer too yeah makes sense. <laughs> but like yeah always tapping at something so that's yeah. awesome so now to my question that i originally asked at the beginning of these things but i'm waiting till now to do it 2023 what are your goals for this year for anything and everything i want to hear them all okay well um Due to some recent events, I'm going to take the summer off, okay. and uh, I'll go back to school in September. Okay. It's the first summer I've had off in four years, since January of 2019. Wow. So I, it's definitely needed, but uh, there's going to be a lot of revamping of Whispering Valley photography. Um, I'm going to be working a lot more behind the scenes on a few more aspects before I do a full-on launch and, like, I'm full-time kind of deal. Right. Um, I can't wait. I'm going to have so much of my materials. I've still been working on some samples of the products that I offer. So I haven't shown you guys this, but I have metal prints that are freaking awesome. Really? Oh, yeah. I can drop them and maybe the side will dent a little bit. But that's about it. It's not going to shatter like regular uh, glasswood on a f photo, right? Right. So hmm. um, I've got some really neat stuff coming in the works. I can get stuff from Italy, from Ireland, and just... I got so many samples to order. So there's going to be a lot of that stuff working on. Uh, growing my business, kind of getting my name more out there. Um, the more I work with B&I, the better. And the more my name gets around there. So right. I'm really building up for Whispering Valley. And then once I get back into school, I can be like, okay, so this is what's going to work. <laughs> and this is how I'm going to have everything set up and have my certain hours and times that I'll shoot. And nice. Yeah, I'll be fully structured, finally. And I'll have... The full on mathematics on how much of per sale that I get with my photography is going to higher ground. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Why not? Like portions, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Portions of it. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Um, higher ground is just growing. I'm going to be throwing an event this year. I don't care what it takes. It's happening. I don't know exactly when. I have a couple of things in the works, but. Um, I've been working now in partnership with uh, the Artist Business Center. Oh, um, hey. So Jessie Tom's amazing, lovely lady. Yes. I love working beside her and we're working on some stuff. So I'll be doing more stuff with the bands. And so I will have access to two studios. Ooh, yeah. Um, and it's going to be fun. There's so much that's going to grow with that as well. I'm helping people get their bands going is going to be huge and all kinds of different artists and, and it's not just bands you know 
Uh, people need headshots. People need to brand themselves, it's get true. their self known. And when you go and take a photograph professionally, it says a whole different thing than if you're just taking it with your cell phone. Right. There is a whole different vibe to it. There's more to it than we actually realize. I mean, I spend almost 14 hours on average per person between the editing, the calls, the actual session, and like everything said and done. It's yeah. a lot of time. A lot of work. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of growth for Whisper Valley this year. Nice. A lot. Nice. A lot. Yeah. Higher ground. Um, it's the event. I want to uh, get some more um, fundraisers going. So we're going to be working on that and behind the scenes a little bit and nice. doing some growth with that. And yeah, there's tons on the go. That big event, you d you, you don't have a set day for? Not fully gonna, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I'm aiming. I, I, I have a few things in the works. I don't have anything set in stone quite yet. So when I do, I'll be announcing it and everyone will know. <laughs> nice. And you mentioned schooling. Are you going yes. back to school for something? So, um, I'm just in my last year of my bachelor for business. Oh, okay. Specializing hey. in entrepreneurship and innovation. Congrats. Yeah. That's awesome. Just about done that degree. Oh. Nice. Okay, so your last year. So how long has the how long does the degree go for? Well, technically it's a four year study. Okay. But because I have way too much in my life and have family and wanna like try allocate, I take three courses per semester, three times a year. Okay, so I see. like um, January to uh, April, and then May till August, and September to December. It's a lot. Lots, yeah. I, I imagine that you're gonna have to just dedicate a lot more time to it when you go back in September too, right? Well, yeah, in a way, yeah. Cause these courses in the fourth year are a heck of a lot more yeah. <laughs> intense. That's for sure. They, mm. I didn't think that it was going to be possible to do a business plan on a nonprofit in three months. Right. Here we are. It's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost there. <laughs> yeah. Almost there. Yeah. Majority of it's done. So mm. getting pretty far. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I thought that there was something going on with like the business because with your whispering valley and that and even higher ground it's like you know something like you know something about like running a thing like a program yes. and a whatever you want to call it but yeah so this is all making sense to me now mm -hmm. so and you said before this year that you're going back it was since you haven't gone since 2019 no no i've uh, i've been going since january oh, 2019 okay. gotcha. yeah i'm gotcha. still in class today okay um semester ends at the end of april like april 20th or oh, something wow. i yeah. see but this year around, it's going to be, or when the summer hits, you're not going to be working and just going to school. I'm not going to be going to school at all um, from May until September. Oh, okay. Taking gotcha. It off. Yeah. That, that's yeah. what you meant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Wow. You've been doing schooling the whole year round? Yes. <sighs> With kids and doing <laughs> photography and doing higher ground. I don't know how you do it. That's crazy. <laughs> I have a lot of support and some amazing people around me. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Shout out, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and my mother-in-law. Okay. She does. Okay. Oh, she helps us so much. I'm nice. grateful for her. Nice. Hundred percent. I don't know like how it functions sometimes without her. <laughs> I see. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, shout out to her. Heck yeah, Ruth's the best. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, I think I'm getting kind of close to that time. Uh, now I already asked about 2023 and that. So mm -hmm. you know we've got some goals already situated out and what you're wanting to do so you know when this year finishes 
obviously higher ground is going to be at a different stage yeah. in whispering valley like you're going to be taking that to it like is whispering valley going to be your whole like aside from doing higher ground like i said like is whispering valley going to be like hopefully the what you do all the time sort of thing oh heck yeah for like work and that oh heck yeah. yeah okay i'm so passionate about it i love it so much and i know so much about it. why wouldn't i yeah I, i've taken a lot of courses I have um, a mentor. Um, I've got a lot on the go on that end. I'm, that's my final go end. And I want to have both because I can uh, eventually, I won't have to sit on the board with mm-hmm. um, higher ground. I can actually observe it from afar and just like go and volunteer myself and enjoy some of the time too and give it up because it's not meant to be in my hands forever. Right. I mean, I'm going to die sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> you know, and it's good to have m- new people into the board and just sometime I will step back and I'll just be solely doing Whispering Valley, but I'll still always have that stream yeah. going down to them. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So you're going to pass it off at one point, I guess. It's Eventually. like everything. It's yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't own sense. it. Yeah. Nobody does when it's nonprofit. Right. Hmm. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's cool still, you know, because yeah. photography is what you want to be doing. So full time with that. Yeah. And I can do photojournalism and continue with getting uh, stories from people that are homeless or have experienced it. And, right. Um, I've been kind of working in the back with some groups um, on Facebook. So I'm a part of the Street Kids All Grown Up. Um, page on Facebook okay. and so um, a lot of us we take old photos from when we were homeless or when we were on our, our street kid families and um, we'll post it up there but I've asked a few people if I could get their stories so I've been working a little bit on the side for the last two years just getting stories and that and I'm not sure well I'll probably be doing a magazine and a small book oh, okay yeah Ooh. crazy nice mm-hmm. nice lots of big goals do you have a book already no, okay, so this that'll be your first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure you're stoked about that. It's there's a lot of really interesting things that I have learned. A lot. So it's um I think it'll be a realization and an awareness kind of piece too. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then you said a magazine yep. thing? Okay. Yep. Nice. Yeah, so I'll explain I'll have a couple photos, I'll have some of the stories and um, sometimes it might become one of Higher Ground's monthly thing, like do a, a monthly magazine about how we're making a difference, um, what we're doing in the community, how others can help and get involved. And yeah, there's tons on the go. Interesting. Nice. And so it's not going to be, it's going to be part of a magazine that's already out there. It's not going to be its no, own. No, it'll, it'll be its own. Oh, its own magazine. Okay. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. I got other photographers that I've been talking to a little bit too about their work and then uh, homeless area and getting their stories too like it'd be awesome to have um, other people's experiences brought into that magazine as well and then we can feature other photographers work we can um, help people get their stories told too um, from another person's perspective and questions and th- yeah is it going to be like an interview based kind of thing possibly okay. I mean that's what I've primarily been doing right now is right. the interview aspect yeah I have one gentleman that we've been talking oh gosh i think it's just been the last six months that we haven't talked every week but um yeah he's a founder of um it's called the family i can't remember what the full name is but they call it the family it's been around since the 90s 
and I've been talking to him and I, his VP, well, like his right-hand man throughout the entire thing, and I'm going to tell his story. Mm. That's going to be the book, most likely. And how long have you been talking to him for? Two years. Two years, okay. Wow. I'm sure he's got quite the story he's been telling, eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. It's amazing what people go through and what they push through and how far they can come in life. Yeah, no that doubt. That determination can make a huge difference in a lot of people's lives. Yes, this is true. Yeah. This is true. Heck yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. I, I'm looking forward to having something to read, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, kind of hearing some more of the stories that, you know, I know a lot of them come up and tell us a little bit of the stories too. Yeah. And I've, I've been around you when some of them have expressed more than a couple words, right? <laughs> so it's, uh, it's nice, you know, there's, there's a lot that people don't realize that is going on within like that area, you know, mm-hmm. Let alone, like, yeah, the teardowns of the tents and the, the fires or whatever. Because it's like, I'm still kind of curious how some people were surviving during those, like, minus 40 nights. Like, that night that we went out and it was uh, it was just before Christmas, but it was that Christmas event that we did. Mm-hmm. That was freezing. Yeah, it was. That was really cold. So, like. I think I have the temperature somewhere recorded. Cause okay. It was ridiculously yeah, cold. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And again, another reason why I'm looking forward to the summer, spring and summer. But yeah, like, I mean, people got to do what they got to do. And as long as it's not causing like too much havoc, I think, mm-hmm. you know, there's got to be that reasonable line of letting them do what they got to do. And, you know, OK, well, don't burn the whole place down sort of thing. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you got you got to do what you got to do to stay warm. And I just like props to everyone that is staying warm out there. Well, you know having what they have as a roof over their head so yeah and i hope that when we are providing some of our supplies to them that uh, they do get to stay warm stay safe that's what i always tell them you've heard it come out of my mouth all the time a lot yeah you know, stay warm stay safe yeah that's like your catchphrase yeah kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah. but well, it's true i want them to stay warm and i hope that our stuff will help them stay warm yes of course well you do know? those places like the Bissell? well the Bissell closes at a certain time but does hope mission ever really close depends on the area that you're in so they do have like a triage emergency kind of little nook uh in there so when we see somebody with really bad blisters on their feet or bad cuts or a piece of a tree stuck in their leg um some of the stuff is i feel so bad for them but we bring them over to the hope mission so that they can attend to them right yeah that's the newer hope mission right because they still have the older one yeah and it's right beside it Yeah, 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 yeah 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 i remember I drive, well, I drive by it every day for work, so it's like, yeah, I'm like, oh, one other street over is, mm-hmm. the, is the New Hope Mission and the George Spady, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's good that they have those sources out there, but it's still like, in my opinion, probably yours too, it's, it's not enough. We need a lot more supports, and it's really needed in the health industry sector. Like, mental health is one of the biggest reasons why people are on the streets. Yeah. You know, they've gone through some type of trauma and they don't know how to cope, so they turn to drugs. And then that turns into not having a home because they can't afford it because they're putting it all on their drugs and the coping mechanism. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. You know, uh, we need that support in the healthcare industry. We need the support in our mental health and for the stigmas to be put up down because if we could at least address our mental health concerns, I bet you this world would look a hundred times different. Heck yeah. And I think with those little entities that you're going to be doing separate, well, part of higher part ground, of, yeah. but, you know, applying into it, uh, I think it's really going to help. I think we'll see a I big difference so. in uh, 
how people, you know, even approach us. Because I know some people get kind of moody. They're not in a good mood that day, you know. And it's like, okay. But, you know, everyone's dealing with something on any given day. And, uh, you know, to hear some of, like I said, from what I've already heard now, I'm like, it's an eye-opener. It makes you appreciate what you have right now. Like, it ain't much, but it's a roof over my head. I always try to be thankful for where I'm at and what I've got going on and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, like, with their stories, like I said, it's just, it resonates hard. And uh, for somebody who's gone through it, you know, themselves mm-hmm. and then doing this, like, I'm just, like, I'm blo- I'm gassing you up here, you know? <laughs> like, I'm praising you a lot, but I it's true. It. It's it's a lot of work that people don't know about and uh, – you know, I, I want your story to be heard. I want it to be known. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Like, it's, it's just such a good thing. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the magazine. I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing you on the outskirts of things, you know, for the future and uh, schooling, you know. That's going to be it's gonna be a big one for you to, yeah. to finish it off. And Almost there. I got three semesters left. Oh, that's yeah. it. <sighs> Getting near that's the end. That's it, yeah. Getting near the end. Awesome. But uh, on that lovely note, I will get you to uh, shoot off some of your socials if you want. I know you have a lot of things, so like, <laughs> if, you, if you can remember them or you want to look at your phone, all good. But that's the two main. Um, so Whispering Valley Photography, that's on Instagram, Facebook, everything pretty much. Um, and I have my website, whisperingvalleyphotography.com. Um, it will be getting some more updates to it and some uh, adjustments, but it's there there's tons to look at nice. um and i'm um, got higher ground dot yeg that's on instagram facebook and tiktok um we are starting to revamp our social media so that'll have a little bit more of a presence on other avenues <laughs> other than totally. facebook yeah. totally yeah but start yeah. diving into tiktok and that yeah i'm learning <laughs> i'm learning oh nice nice yeah. you're doing more than me i still haven't Slowly. even i don't even have the app so <laughs> Well, it's a big, like, this could go on there, and you'd yeah. be surprised I know. the following you get. People tell me all the time. Yeah. And I, it's not that I have anything against it. It's just, it's one of those things that I got to, like, I'm very, like, okay, I got to have a good first step onto a platform. So, like, what's it going to be, you know? And aside from Twitter, that's the only one that I just, like, started just to have. Like, I don't think I have, like, any followers on there. <laughs> but, like... It's just one of those ones that, you know, eventually one day maybe I'll go and invest some time into it and kind of try and make it into somewhat of a platform of itself. But, yeah, same with TikTok. I want to – what, a little more with TikTok because I want to make sure, like, my first video is, like, it's going to land pretty well, you know, for the most part. No high expectations or anything, but, yeah. Practicing, learn. That's all you can do. Exactly. Give it a shot. Find what works and what doesn't because there is no failures. Yeah, this (laughs) – telling me i got a low battery okay anyways though uh i got i got a little bit to cheers you with thank you so much thanks for having me and that's mj from higher ground and whispering valley you already told your socials and that so yeah once again thank you very much thanks for having me take care now we're at the house